This is Amplify You, the podcast about you discovering your message and broadcasting it to the world. If you're a coach, author, or speaker, you'll want to tune in. If you're looking for the best return on your time investment to get your message out to the world in a bigger way, we're giving you full access and behind the scenes look of how we're running our podcast, how our clients have found success, and what you can do to launch your podcast today. The world needs your message. I'm Michelle Abraham, the host. Join my family as we unleash your unique genius and find the connections you need to launch your adventure today. Join us and let's get Amplify. Hey, 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 Amplify You family. Michelle Abraham, your host here today with a behind the mic interview. You know what? Today, guys, I've got a special treat for you. I've got Laban Ditchburn with me today. He is the world's best courage coach and the host of Become Your Own Superhero. Hey, Laban, how you doing? Michelle Abraham, lovely to see your face as always. Thank you for having me. <laughs> well, I am so glad. And for those of you guys who are only on audio, you have to see Laban's amazing outfit. He is coming to us all the way from Mexico with no shirt on, but a nice white blazer and a purple handkerchief in in it. So you are dressed for the occasion. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And I, I can guarantee you probably just have shorts on underneath, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's exactly what's going on. Yeah. And I must correct you. I must correct you out in a sense. It's actually a light pink uh oh. coat so maybe you can't see that through no, I can't thing, see that that's light very pink. important <laughs> very important distinction amazing <laughs> it is very important now that i know that it's light pink i can sort of see the light pink yes <laughs> awesome well oh my gosh tell us i i want to share your story but i i'm never going to do it justice so i would love for you to kind of like Take us on your podcasting journey. What the heck made you start a podcast? And like, why? But guys, let me tell you, Laban's podcast is one of those anomalies. It's a podcast that has gotten um, some great traction with it. You've inspired uh, so many humongous names to come onto your podcast right from like day one. And so I want to dive into the part of that is this in this conversation. But first of all, let's just hear like what inspired you to start a podcast in the first place? It's such fond memories, Michelle. And the first thing I would say is I really uh, want to acknowledge you and the work that you're doing. And, and if, you, if you're listening to this uh, for the first time, you need to subscribe and, and consume the other amazing guests that Michelle has because she's a whirlwind of knowledge. So it's very important. Podcasting changed my life. I uh, My story really is overcoming addiction, drinking and drugs and gambling and flandering. And and I realized after conquering all of that, that I wanted to become a speaker. And I planned to kick that off at the end of 2020, in January of 2020. I was like, right, I'm going to do it a year from now, kick off. And then COVID hit. And we were living in Australia and Melbourne in what was the most locked down city in the world. Mm -hmm. And there was nothing else to do apart from create a podcast because we were in, we had curfews. You know, you could only go out for a shopping for an hour. And, you know, you being in Canada, you can kind of empathize with what was going on. Mm -hmm. The last weekend before the lockdown kicked in, literally the last weekend, my wife, now wife and I spent the last of our money going to a professional speakers Australia conference in South Australia, about an hour's flight from Melbourne. And I networked my tail off. And it was a three-day event surrounded by the best speakers and coaches in Australia. And I was witnessing all the people standing out in the hallway as like a year's worth of speaking engagements were cancelled. Some people lost 
wow. you know, hundreds of thousands oh of dollars. Gosh, yeah. And but during that time, Anna and I had a really great impact on the people there. We were just so thirsty and receptive and and so when we came back and went into lockdown, I had a, a, a small number of speakers that I'd really resonated with that I could call upon. And so they were my first half a dozen guests. You talk about bringing on a big guest. Well, I, I was able to bring on Les Brown. And when I reached out to him, I got his phone number and I cold called him and he picked up and, and I invited him on. And he never asked me how many subscribers I had which was 10, and I think five of those were family members <laughs> that did it out of generosity, right, or sympathy. And that really kick-started the bravery, of, like as in bringing on the best people that I could learn from ever. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to become, you know, my my whole thing was to get, to be well on my way to being known as the world's most positively influential speaker. So what would I do? I would invite the best speakers on the planet. And because of the lockdown, they weren't speaking. It was like, yeah, I'll come on your podcast. You got a bit of spunk about you, son. And then it just dominoed from there. Wow. And one begat two and two begat three. And, you know, the rest is history, really. But during a time of a lot of scare, like fear and scarcity, mm. it was the greatest blessing in disguise. I was forced into writing my first book during that time, which was inspired directly from Les Brown from the podcast interview that we did together. And that's really how it started out. Wow, that's so cool. And it's interesting to see how uh, you were in that space where everyone's everyone's speaking engagements were being canceled and just like the fear and like coming over that whole industry. Yeah, you dove into the very similar industry of like the podcasting where you are speaking on your own show and you've made it successful, um, a successful go at it. And so um, I'd love to share with, I would love for you to share with us, like, what is it about reaching out to people that I know you're the world's courage, best courage coach. And, you know, it's one of those things I think a lot of people don't have the courage to reach out to people um, that have had a name or that you maybe admire and feel like you're out of reach, but having a podcast gives you that opportunity to reach out to some of those people. Is there anything that you've done or said in those conversations or reaching out, or is it really just having the courage to pick up the phone and or pick up or start an email and reach out? Look, this is just my experience, and there's probably a, a million different ways to skin a cat with this, but I seem to have had some of the best success out of most people that I've spoken mm-hmm. to about this. So I, you would assume I'm onto a winner. I, I approach every interaction in life now, become really disciplined with what value can I add this person's life? And that's not a podcast guest. You know, specifically, that's anyone. If I'm going grocery shopping, the UPS guy, like mm-hmm. whoever, the, the IT support guy in Bangalore, like how can I improve this person's life? And when you when you operate from that mindset, you release an energy that resonates with your people. Mm-hmm. And the people that ended up coming on the podcast, for the most part, were inevitably my people. And what I mean by that is we operate at certain vibrational frequencies, and that I was attracting those people that understood the significance of what I was doing mm-hmm. and they entered into the arrangement without any expectation. And I think that's that was a real catalyst. I And I would have people occasionally say, how many subscribers do you have? How many downloads do you have? Pay me $5,000. And those people were usually sort of mediocre level. 
I was able to get some of the best of the best, Nobel Prize winners and, you know, multiple gold medal winning athletes and, you know, movie stars and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Oprah's spiritual guide for free. I never paid a single person a single dime for any of my interviews. But what I got was thousands of hours of knowledge worth, right. <laughs> and I've worked this out, like in excess of millions of dollars because of the, you know, how much people charge for their time and access to them and right. and through reading their books for those that have published authors beforehand, watching other things. So that's really been the main thing. Certainly the self-belief to know that I'm worthy to have conversations at that level uh, was all part of a lot of the work that I did in my healing mm. journey. Yeah, I think you hit the nail right there. Like, to that you're worthy of having conversations of that level. Like, and I love how I have heard you say this before. How you try treated everyone as 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 an equal too. Like, you don't see them as any better than you, or um, you know. And I think that's where it puts people in some sort of weird state where they feel like you know timid to reach out because they're you know that self worth uh, piece a little bit too. I love the way you approach things with um, how can I add value to this person's life? So give us an example of a, a podcast interview that you've had where, you know, showed up, there was, there was your podcast guestie and, and, you know, they're going to give you some amazing content. What are some things that you've done to help, you know, add value to someone else's life? One I'm only asking favorite. you this because I know I have, I know I've heard a few of the stories. So <laughs> <laughs> it might seem like a weird question, but I know it's, some of your answers. So. <laughs> it's totally loaded. And, and I, I love this question, Michelle. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite ones has to be with Jack Canfield. And for those who don't know, he's the co creator and author of Chicken Soup for the Soul book series, which have sold collectively 600 million books globally. All right. He also wrote Success Principles. He's been on Oprah's show countless times and is regarded as the number one success coach in North America, nay, the world, right? He was introduced to me via someone else. So I didn't get a chance to speak to him like I ordinarily would have. Mm. But he came on the podcast, Michelle, and he was fatigued from, this was during the back end of 2020. So he'd been on lots of podcasts. Everything was still on lockdown. And he was pretty distant and cold. Mm -hmm. And I thought, man, how am I going to get out of this? Because this is going to go south quick. So I said to him, hey, Jack, and we're on a Zoom call. He goes, yeah. I said, I've got a commitment for you. He said, what's that, Laban? I said, Jack, you're going to leave this podcast with more energy than when you started. (laughs) That was all I could commit to at that point. And even that was a bit ambiguous. And his whole body language shifted, right? Mm -hmm. And he just, he went, all right, Laban, I'm going to hold you to that. And I said, all right, let's go, Jack, three, two, one. And the first question I said was, Jack, my wife and I at that point had gone through the loss of 14 consecutive miscarriages. What advice would you give us to help bring this baby into the world? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> right? Now, I can tell you now, after having it verified from Jack Canfield, he'd never been asked that question before. <laughs> he, he went into full Jack Canfield success mm-hmm. principles mode and answered it in the most beautiful way possible, wow. and then it triggered his engagement, it was, and it was an amazing podcast we did together. The second question I asked him though was, Jack, what do you need help with? You know, the number one success coach in the world. He said, Laban, very arrogantly, I don't have any challenges, Laban. I'm doing really good. And then he thought about it for a second. He goes, Oh, actually, I've been trying to lose 15 pounds of belly fat for the last 12 months. And I said, 
hey, Jack. He goes, yeah, Laban. I said, today's your lucky day. He said, why is that, Laban? I said, because of what I didn't tell you about my magnificent transformation was that I lost 60 pounds of body fat and put on 30 pounds of muscle. And if that's something you want to have a discussion at the end of the podcast, you just let me know. (laughs) Well, I had the number one success coach in the world talking and asking me for 15 minutes at the end of the show off camera about what I did to lose this weight. Mm -hmm. And that was a moment, Michelle, where I realized I could operate and play at the top level. I know that I can add value to people's lives that on the, on the surface of it and on Mm -hmm. paper look like they got it all together. And I can, I can tell you this with 100% certainty, even the most successful people in the world need help sometimes. And maybe you're the person that can help them with it. Yeah, that's so great. Such a great insight. Now I'm curious about your first question though. What what was what was the what was the thought behind that first question? Was it just out of out of out of curiosity for uh, genuinely out of curiosity for if for his answer or was that kind of a plan thing for like shock value? <laughs> Do you know what I um I think there's probably a little from column A, a little from column B, maybe a mm-hmm. column C that I don't know about. You know, it sounds like we're joking about it, but it's a real challenge that my wife and I are looking to to Mm -hmm. get to the bottom of. And because I've been able to ask that question of other people, Mm -hmm. you know, I asked Iyana Van Zandt as well, who's Oprah Winfrey's coach, Mm -hmm. um, and and she introduced us to some faith healers and some people, some spirit guides. And and so we've – and I've done this with maybe half a dozen people since that, Mm -hmm. right? And I'm getting outcomes that would – don't exist to regular people mm-hmm. for free, right? Mm-hmm. None of this has cost anything. And uh, I, I don't know how else I can describe but mm-hmm. how beautiful that is. It's an unintended beautiful byproduct of doing right. a podcast, right? Yeah, and, and life-changing too, right? Like, I mean, some – some of those connections that you've made now from the podcasts have gone on and you've done business things with other people or, you know, you have an event coming up actually in September. Do you want to talk about that for a second? Well, this is another great example of the power mm-hmm. of podcasting. You know, a friend and business partner of mine, Tony Schmaltz asked me to speak at an event he wanted to create in Panama city beach in Florida in September of 2022, mm-hmm. September 17th and 18th. Uh, and I said, yeah, I'd love to. I said, what do you need help with? He's like, oh, I'd love to get some big-name speakers here. And I said, well, who would you like to get? He goes, oh, it'd be great to get Tony Robbins. I said, well, I don't know Tony Robbins, but I know Les Brown, and I know Kevin Sorbo, and I know Waldo Waldman, and I know Tom Ziegler, and these are all our headline speakers at this event now. Mm-hmm. And it was through the credibility, the, the likability, the respect, the service that I now have varying levels of relationship with these people mm-hmm. where I can pick up, pick up a phone and ring them and say, mm-hmm. hey, Kevin, hey, Les, hey, we've got this event. Would you like to be involved? And that that's what's happening. Like it's it's miraculous, yeah. right? Amazing. And you and Anna also got to spend some time in the U.S. going and traveling. And, and it was really cool to hear that you stayed at a lot of people's places at, or met up with people who you had interviewed on your podcast as well. We we stayed for two out of the three months we're in the US at former podcast guests or people that have come through podcast guest yeah. homes, multi-million dollar mansions on Lake Austin, like the most extraordinary stuff. And uh again, like it didn't cost anything. Mm-hmm. It's it's just and we've been able to pump a whole heap of value into some of those people's lives as well. Mm-hmm. Amazing. 
I just love that the way the magic and the connections happen for you through your podcast. And so um, what do you think has really, uh, really helped transpire all those connections of staying connected beyond the podcast? And I know that's something that people talk about a lot, where it's like a podcast episode sometimes can feel transactional to people. And it's there, you know, it's really should be the beginning of a relationship. And you've done a great job of continuing those relationships on. Any advice for our listeners that are maybe struggling with that? So I don't force anything, right? Like people come into your life for a reason, a season or a lifetime. And there'll be there'll be times in, in, in your life where you'll spend more time with one person and then you might seem like you're bouncing around. But as long as you are not tying any outcome to any service, and I mentioned this earlier, like mm. if you are, anytime you can think of a way to serve someone mm. without any expectation, you know, a quick text message, an acknowledgement or whatever, like that's how I do it. I've, I've now had thousands of interactions with mm. people, not just podcast guests. And it's impossible to keep track of everything. I do my right. best. I've got a great memory, but like it's not that good. <laughs> and so I just leave. People don't remember what you say or what you do. They remember how you make them feel. All right. So just remember that that's a real important thing. If you operate from that service mindset, you can never, you'll always be known as someone who's like hugely beneficial to be around, particularly with more high profile guests, right? Because a lot of people want to take, 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 right. take. Yeah. All right. And then when someone wants to give, it's like, hang on a second. What? That's different. That's a different <laughs> yeah. fear. Uh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, yeah, that's a really great explanation of that. And I, you know, it's interesting how much that law of reciprocity comes into play, but leading with just being able to give and support and, and doing it so genuinely as you do. Uh, I think that's a really, I do think that's an innate quality in someone or does he think that's a skill that's learned? Look, my father's a retired radio announcer. And he always did yeah, really Yeah, that's good. why you got a good voice. <laughs> right. Well, I, I've also worked really hard on my voice. I've done I've done like vocal training and a bunch of other things as well to, to make it better. And I think 150 podcasts, you know, plus another 50 that I've been interviewed, plus thousands of hours talking helps. But I was reading something recently, Michelle, about charisma. And this might be beneficial. I was trying to figure out what it was because people have told me that I'm very charismatic. It didn't used to be the case. And it's it's a it seems to be being present with someone, mm. pretending like there's not well not even pretending just being there with them so that nothing else really exists and mm. and actively listening and the power is in the listener, and I and I try to do that as best I can, and that's the the one thing that I would recommend that you that you get good at. Don't worry about trying to formulate your next question. If you really pay attention and be present, all right, you'll you'll be able to formulate a, a really interesting question and ask questions that you want to know the answer to, not what you think your your audience do. Right? Mm-hmm. Do it for you. The right energy, mm-hmm. the right energy will will attract the right people. And if it's not a Joe Rogan level download for now, don't worry about it. Just stick mm-hmm. stick to your guns. Be authentic and be real. Love it. That's a, a great reminder. I remember being so caught up on like what the next question is going to be in interviews when my early on podcasting days that you missed the you missed the good stuff because you're so focused on what's coming next. <laughs> it doesn't make for a good uh, listen for your for your audience. Yeah, so, like, I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> so Laban, before we let you go, any um, any words of advice for our podcasters that are thinking about starting out a podcast or thinking about um, putting the time into creating one? Yeah, do it. <laughs> do it. it. It honestly is one of the greatest things I've ever done. It's uh, It gave me a platform where there was none. It gave me credibility where there was none. It gave me a voice where there was no voice. And it's given me a skill set that has become incredibly valuable. I've become not just a podcaster, but a publicist, a PR agent, uh, a super connector, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the ultimate networker. And you can create a wonderful lifestyle for yourself off the back of doing this and stick at it. Get 100 episodes in you, in you before you decide whether you want to stop or not. I love it. 100 episodes for sure. The amount of personal development that happens in those first 100 episodes is great too. <laughs> awesome. Well, thanks so much, Laban, for being with us. Any last words of where we can uh, reach out to you, connect with you, find out more about what you're up to? Look, I definitely want your book too. <laughs> yeah, I'm the world's best courage coach, and I teach people how to take bold, massive, and strategically courageous action to facilitate their own miraculous outcomes. And I do that through being a podcast host, a speaker, a coach, and I've got a mastermind and I run events, right? And all of that can be found through the website, labanditchburn.com. The Upgrade Your Life Tour is uh, tickets are available now, upgradeyourlifetour.com. We've got some uh, really great early bird tickets available. It's an amazing lineup. And uh, yeah, love to hear, love to hear from you and uh, love to engage with my audience and uh, happy to share any, any other knowledge that I can. And above anything else, I will be there at the Upgrade Your Life <laughs> tour. You so will be there already. Get that yeah, or, get that, <laughs> you better come and meet us and come and join us there. <laughs> we will, we will. It's going to be a lot of fun. Well, Levin, thank you so much for being on with us today. We'll bring you back lots more times because there's lots more to uncover about being the world's best courage coach than I think our podcast listeners need to hear. So until next time, Amplify You family, go out there, go check out Levin's podcast, go grab a ticket to the Upgrade Your Life tour. And we will see you uh, in Florida in September then. <laughs> All right. Thanks, have a great Michelle. week, guys. Love you welcome, Layman. Take care. Thank you, family, for joining us on this adventure. If you're ready to be heard, head over to mypodcastcoach.com where you'll find out all the tools and tips you'll need to launch your podcast today. If you have a show already and you need some help managing it, please head over to managemypodcast.com and the Amplify You team would be happy to help you manage your podcast. Please also head over to iTunes, like, subscribe, or review our show so we can spread this message. And until next time, be your own unique genius.